welcome to the Sermons Podcast, a ministry of Vienna Assembly of God, located right here in Vienna, Virginia. We're so glad you've joined us today. Hope you enjoy today's sermon. A large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus said, you faithless and corrupt people. How long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon in the boy, and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, Why couldn't we cast out that demon? You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. This is the word of the Lord. Father, I thank you for your anointing on your word. I thank you for anointing on our minds, ears, and hearts that we would hear, receive, let it embed within us according to what you are teaching us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Faith as small as a mustard seed. So how small is that? In both the Jewish and Greco-Roman world, the mustard seed was used to describe proverbially small things. Okay, So the mustard seed, if you measure one, is one millimeter in diameter, and is so tiny it requires from 725 to 760 seeds to equal one gram or one twenty-eighth of an ounce. So it is small. So this isn't in my notes, but just reading that made me think about seeds. So um, Craig likes to put all kinds of crazy things in his food. So we've got chia seeds and hemp seeds and you know seed seed seeds and just imagining like if you took one teaspoon of those chia seeds and let them scatter everywhere oh my goodness so many of them right if you've if you've dealt with any of that and then lord forbid if they get into anything damp because then they start growing you know it's just crazy weird but the thing is 725 to 760 seeds in one um, 28th of an ounce. So pretty small, right? I love, however, that Jesus used a seed to talk about faith. He didn't say, if you had faith even as small as a grain of sand... He didn't say, if you had faith even as small as a pinpoint, what was the small thing he chose? A seed, a very small seed that within itself has explosive potential. The metaphor of moving a mountain, that was a common phrase in rabbinical teachings to describe difficult or impossible situations. So the people would have been accustomed to that 
way of talking. Like if you had this small amount of faith, you could say to this mountain, be moved. However, an additional thing, when Pastor Craig was in Israel, he learned that it is possible that Jesus was pointing to a particular mountain representing the political power of that region. And he was encouraging his disciples that with faith, even the impossible situations that are confronting us concerning world powers, even those can be moved. Amen? Amen? Sounds impossible, but he's invited us to believe. He has just told the disciples, though, that they don't have enough faith. That is why they were unable to work the miracle and deliver this boy of the demon. Now, I have been studying this all week long and looked at a variety of writers' um, understanding of this passage. And, And I want to share something with you that might be slightly different than you're typically used to understanding this particular statement of Jesus, okay? So just, I just want to frame it that way. R.T. France says this, it, this scenario is a striking illustration of the fact that faith is for Jesus not a matter of intellectual assent, but of a practical reliance on a living God. It is important to observe here, I'm still quoting, that It is not the amount of faith which brings the impossible within reach, but it is the power of God which is available to even the smallest faith. So when Jesus said you don't have enough faith, was he saying that whatever is even smaller than a mustard seed, that's the kind of faith you have? I would like to propose that instead what he was saying is you just don't have your faith relying on God. You were working in your own effort. And if you just have a mustard seed amount of relying on God, because it's God's power, it's not our power, it's not our, even our faith, it's the faith in the power of God. So I'm going to key on that reality of a practical reliance on a living God, thus a seed, something with life in it. All right. I once needed help getting down a mountain. So in our text, what happened just before verse 14, Jesus and Peter and James and John are descending the mountain after Jesus had been transfigured before their very eyes. My mountain experience was not that glorious. Here's how it went. It was my first time to ride the ski lift past the bunny hill. We were with a group of probably 50 or more people from our church in Oklahoma City. We had gone together on a ski trip to Red River, New Mexico. 
I was excited about learning to ski, and I thought I had learned well enough to take it to the next level. So, I don't remember much about getting off that lift. It's very possible that I fell <laughs> doing that. I don't remember. Here's what I do remember. I remember coming around the curve from the lift to the top of the slope, joining the group there, and almost immediately going into panic mode. What was I thinking? They, they said this slope was easy. They took me to one that was easy, that I'd be ready for, right? What are they talking about? It goes straight down the mountain. And if you've, I, I was, if you've ever done that and your first time where you're seeing the top of a ski slope that is steeper than anything else you've done, maybe it's, you know, like this steep, but to me it looked this steep, okay? That's basically what I'm saying. All right. I was really scared. I, and, and here's where my skill level was. I basically had learned to snowplow. So, <laughs> which that just means you just point your skis like this. I didn't know how to turn or anything. I just had successfully made it, uh, you know, so I thought I was ready. No, I wasn't ready. I was scared to death. So if you've d gone snow skiing, you understand everything I just said. Either you're the super skilled skier that would just sort of shake your head and hope I stay away from you on the slopes, right? Or you can remember when you were first learning and that sense of dread, when you point your skis down and gravity starts taking you. And I think learning to ski as an adult, which I was a young adult, but I was an adult, um, it still adds to that level of panic. It maybe is a little easier if you, had, if you learned as a kid, but anyway. Maybe if you've never skied, none of this may even make sense to you. But here's what happened. The moment I would turn my skis slightly down the hill and it would begin to take me faster than I was ready to go, I would plant my poles and turn myself sideways like this so that I wouldn't move anymore down the hill just to keep myself from going down. There was a deacon in the church, and Craig was laughing at me last night. He says, I will never forget that day. And so I, I, I was like, were you there? I thought you left me. And he said, I, eventually I had to just leave. <laughs> but what I remember is there was a deacon in the church that stayed with me as I basically used my arms to push myself sideways across this slope like that. Okay, literally. Um, and then when I would get to the edge, then turn, and I'm pretty sure almost every time I turned, I fell to try to get going the other direction, back up, poles in the ground, pulling myself back around, okay? Zigzagging my way very, very slowly. Record slow time. I think it took more than an hour. And this was a slope that everyone else had gone down in two or three minutes, okay? So th that's the reality. Now, what does that have to do with mustard seeds and faith? Jesus was focused on a practical reliance on a living God rather than a reliance on our own 
strength. In my skiing story, I chose to rely on my arms and my poles rather than my legs and my skis. That's what's supposed to get you down the mountain. The poles aren't, they're they're just there for balance. They're not meant to poke in the ground and pull yourself down a mountain. That's not what they're for, okay? I didn't have any faith, not even a mustard seed in my ability to work with those skis and make it down the mountain. I remember this, Brother Curly, that was his name, my, our, my friendly deacon that helped me down the mountain. He even tried to cut a path for me. He would go just, a, you know, not very steep, just go a little bit in front of me and say, try to follow. You may have seen that in your Christian life. There may have been somebody that is just, if you'll just have a little faith, here's how you do it. But I just didn't have any faith and I just could not do it he didn't leave me though (laughs) he must have had better ski Craig said I just was freezing to death I had to go (laughs) which I believe oh my goodness (laughs) faith isn't complicated it is a matter of choosing what or who you're going to rely on. And we heard frustration and amazement in Jesus' voice in that text. He was amazed that the disciples would continue to rely on themselves instead of God. We are often caught in that same trap. Faith in myself, it's more like a grain of sand. It doesn't have any explosive potential of new life. But faith in God, that releases power beyond our imagination. I eventually learned how to ski well enough to make my way down several mountains. And I can tell you, the difference between clinging and clinching to my arm strength and instead trusting the skis and my legs to flow along with the snow and the slope, that's a big difference, friends. And in our lives, if we could learn the difference in relying on Jesus in faith and let that mustard seed do its thing and explode into life, it's a big difference. Jesus used the mustard seed as his illustration. Next week, we're going to look at some situations where Jesus said certain people had great faith. We know these three things last forever, faith, hope, and love. But do you feel like the disciples sometimes? Like Jesus is going to walk into your situation and ask you, why don't you have faith? I want to give you some good news. One more scripture. God is your source for all things, including faith. 2 Corinthians 9.10. For God is the one who provides seed for the sower or for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. That passage is talking about the church giving by faith 
in generosity, but it works for all aspects of faith. God is the one who provides seed, including the mustard seed. If we will say, Lord, let me have your faith, even the tiny mustard seed faith. God is calling us to live by faith. We can experience an adventure. Just see yourself whizzing down that mountain (laughs) that comes with a practical reliance on a living God rather than a reliance on our own strength. So let's think about this a minute, and we're, we're bringing this to the end. What are you facing this week that you need faith with? What are you facing at work, at school, with your clients, with your boss, in your finances, in your family, with your friends, here at church? I want you to believe that if there's any situation you're facing that feels like that mountain, that would be impossible, or at the very least, extremely difficult. If we can find that faith, if we can receive that faith, nothing will be impossible. Let's pray. Jesus, I want to thank you for being so patient with us. I'm sorry for the times where I rely on my own strengths. Please help me to let what I'm calling faith, but is actually self-reliance, to go away and instead receive your faith, the kind of faith that explodes with life, the kind of faith that will do the impossible, not because of me, but because my faith is relying on you. I love that word practical, a practical reliance. God, these things that we're facing this coming week, could you help us make it practical? Could you help us really rely on you in each of these situations? And see you go to work on our behalf. We want to grow in our faith, O oh Lord. But I pray that instead of focusing on the size of the faith, we would focus on the life of the faith. <laughs> that it is in our life, in every situation, that our reliance is on you. And I pray that for each person here today. In Jesus' name. Amen.